0: personal ambition and call it a righteous mission because from a distance most people couldn't tell the difference that's the thing that makes me ashamed to say that I'm a Christian god they be lying on your name on television uh Benny Hinn getting Benjamins yeah I get why most people hate religion because division and oppression is what's being depicted there are two choices make a decision throw your hands up and say forget it or be the difference. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rainy Days with Tabs Podcast. I am your host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have you here today. On today's episode, I will be talking about um not church hurt, because I definitely want to have a specific episode regarding that. But more so um, specifically in regards to leaders that have hurt us or leaders that have disappointed us leaders in the church that have disappointed us um whether it's currently happening has happened and the impact it's had on our lives for me that has recently been um one someone who I would have considered one of my favorite apologists it's him and Dr. Tony Evans that I absolutely adored um and he actually recently passed his name is Ravi Zacharias I really really appreciated him um more so for his word and just the way he was able to bring the gospel to you in such a freshening and enlightening way and I mean I just I left there with like more answers I left listening his to his messages with more answers than questions and just more so of like Oh, okay, now I understand why this is this way, why this is that way, and that was such a deep way to look into that. Yada yada yada. Um, but most recently, after his passing, um, we learned that he had unfortunately been in some mess. If we can just be honest about what it is, mess. Um, he was having women who were giving him massages and you guys can look this up on your own. I'm not trying to gossip or anything. I'm just laying it out there. It's already out there. So you do that research to get more information. There was a full like report done on um, what actually happened when the witnesses came forward and said their experiences. I'm just kind of like giving like a quick gloss over of the information, but basically he would go and get massages and while he's getting these massages, he would have these women basically like fill up on him and he would try to fill up on them. And his, you know, the reasoning as to why he was even getting these massages because he was having back pain, yada, yada. But at some point in time, like it became a bigger thing. Um, like with every decision, small decisions, every day can slowly turn us into monsters and I would have to say this exactly what happened unfortunately when Ravi would get these massages by these women he would warn the women not to ever speak out against him or they would be responsible for the millions of souls whose salvation would be lost if his reputation was damaged and oh my goodness the arrogance It's so frustrating because, (laughs) oh my God, like it was such a, like finding out that information was such a huge blow because I'm sure how a lot of people feel like when you have a leader specifically in church that does you wrong, it may not even be specifically directly to you or it may be something that you found out about it's crushing. It's like, bruh, I had you pray over me, yo. Like, what do you mean you're out here in these streets doing this? Like, how is that okay? Like, how is that okay? Like, why is that okay? Like, why are you doing that? And if you're not careful, you can easily pin that person's decision, that individual's decision on the gospel. You can say, well, just throw away the whole, just throw away the gospel then. Just throw away all those messages. Throw away, you know, everything. Because this person is clearly not a good example of the gospel. And this this is possibly an example of what the gospel is like. And it's like, bruh, like, okay, like, let's dial it back a few. That's clearly not true. This person's decision was their decision. And it has nothing to do with the gospel. If anything, the gospel preaches contrary to that. But it happens because we're human and we're flawed people and literally no one is perfect the only person that was perfect was jesus and there's a reason for that i feel like it's the arrogance of some that go around you know yeah okay preaching the gospel but then behind closed doors like doing what they doing what they do and then covering it up to make it seem as if they're righteous to make it seem as if they're good people when we're all internally flawed we know this but it's the fact that they're not even okay with being vulnerable about what they're going through or their struggles so that they could get help and unfortunately all of this like information came out after Ravi's death but apparently there was a scandal I believe in 2017 don't quote me like I said, do the research yourself, where a young woman came forward and said, you know, this man is trying to have sex with me. He was, he originally came into my life as being like someone that was counseling me and someone that was helping me. And now he's literally asking me to do something that I don't feel comfortable doing. And Ravi played it off. If anything, like He made it seem like the woman was crazy, the woman and her husband, up to the point where he had them sign an NDA, and after they signed the NDA, Ravi went and basically said that this woman was trying to, was an extortionist and was trying to take his money and was trying to make something out of nothing. And so, of course, after finding out, you know, these allegations by these other women from these spas and... Robbie's um organization RZIM doing a full investigation they found that yes Robbie was actually doing this and that woman whom they basically bashed and said that yes she was an extortionist was indeed telling the truth as as of the recording of this episode I don't even know what to call it I don't know what to call it. And I say that because I'm feeling so many different emotions at once. And none of them are positive. You know, just among disappointment, I'm also feeling disgust. Like I tried to, my original plan at the beginning of the episode was like to take like a piece of a sermon, of <laughs> something Robbie said and put it, like, just take that piece and put it, like, in the beginning. Just so you guys can hear, like, what he has to say or what he has said. That at some point in time impacted me. and was like, wow, this is a good word. And then drop the bomb on you guys. And I couldn't even do that. I could not do that. Because I could not listen to the man. I could not listen to him. I was just so disgusted. Like, just, like, my stomach was tossing and turning just listening to the person speak because it's like, wow, you're a disgusting human being. I cannot even believe what I let you speak life into me. And I'm praying about that for myself, because I'm just as disgusting. Like, and I don't say that because I'm like, out here, like, you know, doing anything like that specifically. But my thoughts aren't pure. My actions, all of my actions aren't pure. I could easily be a serial killer tomorrow. I mean, the thought, the amount of people I've thought about killing. <laughs> no, it's so crazy. But I'm just being honest. And I know if you, wherever you are, you can be honest with yourself too. Like you've literally like gone step by step on murdering someone that has offended you. Don't even front. And so I'm definitely trying to just look within myself and say, tab he was flawed you knew this you knew this person was flawed it's your fault for exalting him it's your fault for making him seem like a superman like for making him seem superior when you should have just looked at him as a fellow believer who was doing God's work and kept it pushing because then you wouldn't have been as distraught as you are now And I know a lot of people go through that, especially in churches, especially when their pastor or their leader does something that's like, wait, what? Like you're supposed to be like the example and they come out to be just like another shape, like just like, just like everybody else. It like, it really throws us for a blow because it's like, I expected more from you. Like you were supposed to be the example and we have to remember that no, they're not supposed to be the example. They're just another beggar showing us where the bread is. Like, they're just trying to show us why they need help too. And that's, it's a hard thing to deal with. And I know, like, growing up, going to church, I just always looked at the pastor as someone to revere. Of course, you revere, you know, the servant of God or whatever. But I think, a lot of times we put like too much weight on them and we make really make it seem like their word is it like whatever this person says that's it that has to be that has to be the word of god and it's like no it no it does not have to be the word of god the word of god defends itself the word of god has sustained many years of ridicule and being nicked and picked apart so it doesn't need help the word of God doesn't need help. It doesn't need a defense. It defends itself. It has literally at the test of time. And so that's definitely what this has taught me. But then I also think about myself in the sense of being a leader. You know, I wouldn't regard myself as one because, you know, literally just another person. <laughs> but you come across many people and they, because of your attributes or whatever way you carry yourself or the things that you have to say they kind of review you as someone that they regard and they revere and they have respect for and they somewhat look up to but even with that i'm constantly checking myself because i don't want to be like Uzza. and Uzza, for those of you who don't know is a guy in 2nd Samuel 6 verse 1 through 7 he is a guy in which When the Ark of the Covenant of God was being transported, it was put on oxen. Mind you, that's not how it's supposed to be done. But (laughs) it was put on oxen. And so one of the oxens stumbled. And so Uzzah took, you know, his hand out to try to hold hold the Ark of the Covenant from falling. And Uzzah, like, basically died right on the spot. That's what the word of God says. He dies right on the spot. And I remember reading that story years ago and being like, what? Why'd you kill that man? He was just trying to help. God, I don't understand. Like, you know how they be like, oh, you don't understand God's way. I was like, God, this is one of the things that I really will not understand because I don't understand why you killed that poor man. Like, he was just trying to help, right? I listened to a sermon by Jackie Hill Perry not too long ago, and she really put into perspective And I was like, oh my God, that's why. So basically what Jackie said was the arrogance of Uzzah was that he thought that his hands were purer than the dirt, that he could somehow be clean enough, pure enough to touch the Ark of the Covenant. Not to mention, God didn't need any help. And the Ark didn't actually fall. It was shaken. It was about to fall, but it didn't fall. Uzzah, for a moment, felt like it was his responsibility to save the integrity of God, and that our almighty God somehow needed Uzza's assistance. He presumed that, without his intervention, God's presence would somehow be dealt a blow, which is exactly what I heard from Ravi's statement to the other women, to the women that he was abusing. That if they spoke up for themselves, that it would cause millions of souls to be lost. And it's like, those millions of souls did not come to Christ through you. So why would you think they'd be lost through you? And if we're going to be honest, my sustenance in Christ and my belief in Christ has nothing to do with any preacher that has ever spoke. It's me and God. What I've seen through my own personal experiences and what God has brought me through like part of me trying to make sense out of everything was trying to think of somebody else that made a mistake at some point in time that we celebrate every year. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was an adulterer. He admitted to calling his extramarital sex experiences. (laughs) I like phrased that wrong. So I had to like make up for it. But he basically called his extramarital Productions, activities, whatever, as anxiety reduction, the audacity. <laughs> but he was genuinely regretful. But as Haravi, it's like he literally like carried that up until he died. He carried those women and really just made them feel so small. And I'm sure those women had thoughts like, who would believe me? Everybody's supporting this one person. Did you see what they did to that last girl? Why would they believe me? And it's such a horrible thing to have to even think that someone has to go through. All in all, I just have to say that I could easily be discouraged and say, you know what? I'm not going to church. Forget churches. All of them are liars. All of them are thieves. (laughs) All I want is my tithe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't want nothing to do with me. It's they're just they're just trying to like hear themselves talk. And um but I get away from those thoughts because they need a savior just as much as I do. No one is without a need of a savior. And because of that, I put myself in their shoes and all I can really do is pray for them but also use discernment am I supposed to be listening to this man and you know it's not even that because it's what's hard for me right now is to compartmentalize between Robbie's gift in terms of his sermons and his ability to deliver a sermon and leave me like wow that was a good word and his character flaw because that was a huge character flaw I mean the man is married with daughter like kids like It just behooves me how (laughs) he was literally living a double life, like a double, double life. I just it's it's hard for me. I'm not at a point where I can compartment compartmentalize them both. I can say, bruh, I can take this word from you, but you piece of trash. Like, I can't do that yet. Like, you wrong, you wrong. Like, I can't listen to it. I just I really want going for it for myself and for those of you who are listening You trust in God and you trust in God alone. Ain't no preacher, pastor, deacon, whatever before you. Their prayers don't reach to God before your prayers do. There's no anointing that they have on their lives that you don't have on yours. I.e., we're all in the same playing field. And I trust no one but God. Romans 3 verse 4 says, Let God be true, but every man be a liar. (laughs) And Ecclesiastes 7 verse 20 says, Surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. I mean, God, I said this already. Like, no one is without the need for a savior. No one is without the need for you. Everyone is crooked, so I'm just do a better job at hiding it. Lord, you're the only one who is exactly who you say you are and the only savior worthy of our ultimate trust. I'm asking that in the midst of the confusing moments that we go through with leaders, whether in our church or whether they're on like television or the big screen, that we just don't put too much confidence in them, but more so lean on your word and what you say. Like, I just really want to get to a point where I can say, wow, that was a good word and leave it at that. Not even like, oh, he was so amazing. She was so amazing ah, like, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to like, number one, say, wow, that was a good word and make sure that it's actually from your word <laughs> so that I'm not led astray. Um, But more so, so I'm not so disappointed when I see them fall. Instead, I'm like, wow, I mean, not that I expected that for you because that sounds really bad, but it's expected because you're human and you're flawed and you need God as much as I do. I feel like it should kind of be, a good feeling to know that someone else is gonna fall not exalted not praised like not like you know don't want to throw stones at all it's just like okay well that was expected because I don't want anyone on earth feeling like they're perfect because none of us are and that's okay because we serve a perfect God and that's all we need and help us to uh, just focus on you and not really like on the actions of others. And not let that speak for the gospel. Because that's so... Si- like it's such a silly mentality. It's not even fair. It's kind of like saying like... <laughs> one black person happened to rob a white woman. And so that white woman says all black people are robbers. Like it's just kind of like that. We I don't want us to be like that. That's so ignorant. We shouldn't let the decisions of a couple people speak for the gospel because the gospel fe- speaks for itself help me to deepen my relationship with you so that when i am seeing things going around me going crazy that it doesn't even move me because i know what i have in you and that's all that matters Ooh, leadership hurt church hurt that's <laughs> such a such a heavy thing but there's nothing that lasts forever And because I can bring this to you, I know it'll be dealt with. I know that you'll help me through it. And you'll also help the person that's dealing with it as well. I don't ask for anything because I deserve it, but because you're a great God. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. You already know the deal. It doesn't rain always, but it's raining today. So go stand in the rain.